Hello, and welcome to the podcast that helps you win the race Christ has marked out for you. Last week in celebrating our mothers, we observed that no one can nurture a child as well as his own or her own mother. Similarly, no one can be the father to your children that you can be. Our job as fathers is to help our daughters flourish, to become all that God created them to be. This episode is the final episode in our series, Raising Godly, Confident Daughters in Today's World. It examines two ingredients required by every daughter's heart to be able to thrive. Thanks for joining us today for season number one, episode number 28 of Mission Focused Men for Christ. My name is Gary Yeagle. 20 years ago, I found myself wrestling with what to do about my exhaustion. I had five children at home, an elderly father with Alzheimer's living with us, a growing church that had added staff and was requiring more of my time, and an increasing desire on my part to pursue a D-Men degree to sharpen my ministry skills to benefit our church. What led me to my decision was something obvious, yet it was something I'd never seriously considered. That is the fact that many other pastors could lead my church and would lead it, in fact, when I left. But no one can be a father to my kids but me. By God's grace, my decision was to cut back on the hours I was devoting to the church and postpone the pursuit of my D-men seven years until four of my five children had left home. It's been said that there are three categories of dads, uninvolved dads, those physically gone or emotionally disconnected, involved dads, most Christian dads would fit this category, and strategic dads, those who proactively seek to understand what their children need for them to thrive. This episode is intended for strategic dads who want to know how to help their daughter flourish. Strategic dads also have the benefit of believing in creation, so they know that God created males and females to be different in order to complete each other. Therefore, we understand that some of the needs of daughters will be different from the needs of sons. Michael Ferris, the proud father of six daughters and four sons, wrote an insightful book entitled, What a Daughter Needs from Her Dad, How a Man Prepares His Daughter for Life. He underscores a very important principle about understanding a daughter. He writes, At the foundation of building a proper relationship with your daughter, you must realize that she is a woman in the making. And thus, you will have to realize that her emotional needs and priorities are going to be infinitely closer to those of your wife than to your own. Sadly, there are Christian fathers who are hearing that making any distinctions between male and female is sexist. Those who believe that myth will fail their daughters. Creation tells us that daughters have to be different from sons because sons alone cannot fully bear the image of God. Only sons and daughters, as they complete each other in relationship, can fully represent who God is. Biblical Christians celebrate the uniqueness of femininity. They don't apologize for it and certainly don't demean it. 
So let's return to Ferris's profound point about raising daughters. Again, he writes, at the foundation of building a proper relationship with your daughter, you must realize she is a woman in the making. And thus, you will have to realize that her emotional needs and priorities are going to be infinitely closer to those of your wife than to your own. The rest of the episode examines two needs that Scripture explicitly says husbands are to meet in their wives and how their needs a father must meet in his daughter's heart. This information is not only biblical, but 85% of it at least comes from interviews I conducted with five wonderfully godly women of various ages. So from God's command to husbands, love your wives, nourishing and cherishing them. We want to consider four practical answers to the question, how does a father help his daughter feel unconditionally loved. First, by providing the security she needs. The best way to do this is by loving her mom well. This foundation of her family is the love of her mom and dad for each other. If that footing is shaky, she will feel insecure. She needs a dad who loves her mom unconditionally despite what her mom may look like at times on the outside. Also, a daughter needs to be shown that her father cares. A lot of times dads can assume they tell their children, I love you often enough, or that their daughter automatically knows they do. But hearing it and hearing it often means a lot. Here's a quote from a woman that I interviewed. A daughter needs to know that her father's love for her will not diminish. She needs to feel secure and safe in that love. A father protects and defends with a passion that expresses love that will not change. His love gives strength and comfort. No matter what life brings, you know he will be there. My father was in the Coast Guard, so I grew up with ships being part of our life. My dad's love was my anchor. The second way a daughter needs to know she is loved is by you proving she is important by relentlessly devoting your time to her. One daughter writes, I can never remember a time when my father, as busy as he was, was not there for me. One thing that stands out most in my mind is that he never missed a ball game that I played, be it home or away. I played field hockey in the fall, basketball in the winter, and softball in the spring. My dad always came to every game, and his voice was the one I heard over the crowd cheering me on or telling me how to play better. It didn't matter if it was 40 degrees outside and raining. He would be the only parent on the sidelines in a field hockey game. In a gym full of opposing fans three hours from home, I remember hearing my dad encouraging me to block out when going for a rebound. This may not seem like a great deal to many, But to a young girl on the brink of womanhood, unsure, insecure, and a lot of time confused, it was nice being able to look into the stands and see my dad. Always there, always rooting me on, whether it be praise or correction, his actions were a reaffirmation that he was there not only to watch my game, but also to cheer me on in life. 
I never felt that he was too busy for me, even though he was a very busy man. He made time to take an interest in what was important to his little girl. I knew that if he was interested in what I enjoyed, then he must be interested in me as a person. What a great thing to know that your father is always there, always waiting in the stands to cheer you on. On a practical note, another woman provided helpful insight. She said, I've observed that sometimes dads have trouble finding something in common with their daughters to bond over. You don't always need something in common. Let her tag along with you when you're running errands. Invite her to throw the football or help you wash the car, teach her to ride her bike or enter her world by playing tea party with her, taking her on dates, helping her with her homework, etc. A third way a dad needs to help his daughter feel unconditionally loved is to listen to her heart. To feel loved, a daughter needs to know that her dad is listening intently. This seems like common sense, but it's hard to do. One daughter writes, put away your phone when she is talking to you and make eye contact with her. Show an interest by asking questions. Well, how do you think you played? Remind her that she can always come home to you and that you always have her back. We need to try to overcome our masculine tendency to listen in order to fix the problem and instead listen to understand her feelings. How did that make you feel? We need to overcome our male tendency to always teach and ask her opinion. Honey, what do you think? Fourth, a daughter needs her father to set firm boundaries and follow through with consequences, always reminding her that he loves her, but not her actions. Scripture assigns discipline to fathers, and daddy's little girl needs painful consequences for disobedience as much as his sons do. However, in my view, Emerson Egerich makes a valid point when talking about the differences in the discipline of sons and daughters. One of our interviewees sums up her views. She writes, I think the advice from the book Love and Respect in the Family is good. This is a paraphrase. Be gentle when correcting your daughter, especially in your tone. Girls take personally what is said to them and how it is said and can feel rejected and unloved when they are criticized. Girls are more likely to respond to encouraging or soft methods of correction, not in-your-face coaching or yelling. Also, don't ask them to stop crying or hold in their feelings. Now, there's some good advice for dads. So, the first need that our daughter has is the need to feel loved. And we've summarized four practical ways for dad to meet this need. The second need to meet in a daughter's heart in order for her to flourish is verbal affirmation. We take this need of a daughter from what Proverbs 31 teaches about the need of wives. We read, her husband praises the virtuous woman. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Here is a little bit more depth about a daughter's need for her dad's help building a strong self-image. Number one, constantly affirm 
her worth and value. She needs to have her father to first pay attention to who she is. He needs to notice her interests, strengths, personality, motivations, and if there are other kids involved, differences from the other kids. He needs to remind her that she is a unique treasure and precious to him and to God. The word treasure is the epitome of affirming that she is special, valuable, and unique. That's what one of these ladies pointed out. Her father needs to help her see and develop the gifts she's been given and pay attention to who she wants to be. One woman describes why this is such a deeply felt need. She says, outside of her home, a daughter is constantly bombarded with messages that she's not skinny enough, not beautiful enough, not smart enough, and just not enough. When she can come home to a refuge where she is told she is enough, that is what she needs to be able to go back out into the world of not enough. She also needs to know that her dad messes up from time to time, and it's okay to mess up too. Number two, affirm both your daughter's outward beauty and her inward beauty. The majority of the women interviewed said she needs to know that her father thinks she is beautiful, referring to physical beauty. One added, and help her understand that the desire to be beautiful is the way God made her. It is true that Peter teaches fathers and daughters to see that beauty in a woman is so much more than outward appearance. It's also the unfading beauty of her character. Overemphasizing her physical beauty can lead to insecurity because that will fade with age. And it is unwise to weigh our physical appearance too heavily in our view of ourselves. In my counseling experience, the most outwardly beautiful women struggle the most with insecurity. Nevertheless, it is also possible to overemphasize the inner beauty of character. As one daughter pointed out, overemphasizing a daughter's character while failing to compliment her appearance can make her feel that it is done because she lacks outward beauty. Furthermore, Peter's admonition to focus on the inner beauty of godliness, which a woman has greater control over than her physical appearance, should not be seen to condemn a woman's God-given desire to be physically beautiful with modesty. Scripture itself calls many women beautiful referring not to their inner but outer physical beauty. Christianity does not teach a dualism that makes the spiritual more important than the physical. The beauty of the physical world matters. In fact, my personal opinion is that part of a woman's fundamental calling and exercising dominion over the earth is to make the world, starting with herself and her home, beautiful. If women were not involved in the cultural mandate, I believe we would see mostly male functionality in our culture, not a lot of beauty. I want to close this episode with two true stories given to me by the women who kindly answered my survey. Here is the first from the world of teenagers. She writes, I teach middle school students and I see many girls literally fight tooth and nail because someone said some lie about them or called them a name. 
So I was surprised at the wisdom that one of my little sixth graders shared with me as she worked on her project during lunch. You know, I don't need to wear those short skirts, and I don't need to fight with girls because of the lies they say. I know who I am. I asked her to explain, and she went on to say her daddy had raised her to know she was beautiful and valued by Christ. If she was loved by her daddy and God, then why would she need to prove her worth by fighting or prove her beauty through the clothes she wore? Wow. What you wouldn't know from just reading this story is that her daddy was at the time incarcerated. But though he was not physically present, he was still active in her life, even calling in for parent-teacher conferences. The values he instilled in her had an obvious impact on her life. The second story shares some words spoken by this daughter as she looked back on her father's life to try to describe what he meant to her. She writes, At my father's memorial service, I said that even as a grown woman, there was just something about feeling like daddy's little girl, knowing that in his eyes, I was the prettiest, smartest, funniest, most talented girl in the world. That's how I felt, and that sums it up. To summarize this episode, I don't know about you, but some of these stories brought tears to my eyes. My daughters are full grown, and many of yours are as well. But could you help get messages like this out to fathers? It is so easy to lose perspective. And this podcast is about helping men stay focused on what's important. This episode began by reminding us that fathers have to be strategic in thinking about the shape of their daughter's heart and providing what she needs to flourish as a daughter who is on the path to becoming a woman. We saw that a daughter needs a father to communicate to her his unconditional love for her by, one, helping her be secure by loving her mother well and repeatedly telling her that he loves her, Two, by relentlessly devoting time to being part of her life. Three, by caring enough to listen to what is going on inside her for her feelings and her opinions. Four, by providing secure, unmovable boundaries, but exercising gentle care in the way correction is delivered to her. We saw further that just as a wife needs her husband's regular verbal affirmation, daughters need a continual barrage of encouraging, reassuring words to overcome their feelings of self-doubt, uncertainty, and inadequacy. Finally, we observe that fathers need to affirm both their daughter's outward beauty and inner beauty of heart. We did not have time to cover how a dad can influence his daughter toward Christ, which we'll pick up another time. For further prayerful thought, in Matthew 3.17, as Jesus... God the Son, incarnate, was about to embark on his career, he heard the audible words of God the Father from heaven, saying what every child wants to hear from his or her father. What are those words, and how do they relate to what we've examined about a daughter's needs? Number two, what stood out most to you about a daughter's needs? Next week is Memorial Day weekend, which is traditionally viewed as the beginning of summer. 
Transitional times are always a great time to ask, do I need to renew my commitment to stay focused on my mission in this next period of time? Our next episode looks at the example that Paul points to in 2 Timothy 2.4. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. We want to ask, how could we put this verse into practice this summer so that at the end of it, we can kind of look back and say, you know, I, I stayed a little better focused on pleasing God this summer than ever before. For further information about our ministry, go to forgingbonds.org. And if this podcast has been helpful to you, don't forget to tell other Christian men, especially fathers, about a podcast that helps them stay focused on their mission to honor Christ with their lives.